Hello and welcome to Match of the Gay. I hope you're well. Thank you very much for tuning in again. Um, this is episode six now. We're gearing up to the final of the Women's Euros on Match of the Gay. I feel very, very much like every game is just getting more and more exciting to watch. And um, England's momentum is just... I mean, it's pretty bloody unstoppable, really, at the minute. Um, we've seen, you know, some outrageous goals and some incredible performances. Um, but today's match is a semi-final between France and Germany. Um, both brilliant teams. Um, so this will be a very close match. Uh, will uh, Wendy Renard stick the heat in it? Who knows, eh? Maybe pop a pop it in, eh? To watch this match at the headquarters today, uh, I invited someone who's not only not only has German heritage, but also has played a little bit of soccer when she was wee. They are a professional funnier. Kate Hammer is a stand-up comedian and writer. She's part of the STV studio traineeship, and she came over from Canada to Glasgow to do an Emmy in TV writing. Um, and it was actually one night in lockdown. One night in lockdown. One night in lockdown. Oh, my voice is gone. It's quarter to two in the morning. That's what happens, eh, when you're editing a, a wee hobby podcast. It takes you all night. Yes, yeah, she asked, um, she'd actually asked our mutual friend, Marna Young, to take her to the gays. And, well, she found me in the street, in Glasgow Southside, somewhere. Um, I mean, it was, it was a grand old time. And, um, we stick to the rules, we stuck to the rules, we were outside, um, it was fantastic and well we'd never looked back so it was a pleasure to have her around the gaff. She's got a show in the Fringe this year, can you believe it, it's actually happening, um, it's called Bruce Willis is my dad and it's on at the Brass Monkey at 2.45 every day from the 16th to 28th of August, be there or be square. Before walking in that door, <laughs> do you do you remember? Any, no, I think this I is the beginning of my life. Have a cup of juice. Like, mm-hmm. I, where's that beer from? God, it's the first time I've tasted like say, anything. The, the, mo- the only consistent thing on the podcast we have. We're just um, welcome to the podcast. Welcome Thank to you so much for having it's me. It's great to have you here. Uh, very excited to have you on the podcast. And thanks for saying yes because I know you were. I asked you, have you been following the women's football? And you said. <laughs> I've been um, following some women, but no, no. <laughs> I think it's hard because in Canada we didn't, we don't grow up watching football. We, we, mm-hmm. you know, my brothers always watched hockey. That right. is the thing to. Is that ice follow. hockey or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so it's just, yeah, it's just one of those things that it doesn't even occur in my mind. So to... there's no soccer in Canada. Is I mean, there's soccer. Reason? I grew up yeah. playing soccer okay. for sure. Uh, I have an amazing throw-in, by the way. Yeah. Like, no, but is the it coach... Legal, is what? it legal, Is it a legal one? What's illegal? No, sometimes, it? sometimes if it's like... Foul throw! Yeah, you oh. yeah, for foul throw. I've never been done. Like, are, you, are, you, are you just shot button balls from the side? Like? <laughs> no, but the coach always used to use me because uh, it was co-ed. So as soon as it'd be like, Kate, take the throw-in... All you could tell all the males from the other team would go, and they'd take a couple steps in. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. because I could really launch it, 
and then Liam would just let go and then yeah. in your face suckers yeah. but I like to play midfield because then there was no pressure to score any goals yeah, sure, sure. you're just like helping out your team and I can imagine you being quite a good middle man in terms of like yeah. you know gassing people up yeah, exactly. I'm just like, you got this. Just people pleaser, <laughs> everyone. Yeah, but midfield has to be the most running. Wh- which I'm okay with. Yeah. yeah. I was at uni and I played a one game. I used to train and I only ever got to play one game of 11 aside. And I was put on in midfield and literally the ball just spent the entire game going over my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I just was like running backwards and forwards and never touched the ball. But at least you feel like you're doing something. Yeah, but not actual football, just like watching yeah. the game while you're on the pitch. Which I think that's fine for me. I'm fine. As long as no one notices, they're like, wow, Kate's really running. <laughs> not touched the ball once, you know, but as long as I, I kind of can fly under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So is this your first, we're watching, <laughs> just for the listeners, we're watching France, Germany. This is a semi-final. So whoever wins this match will go on to play England okay. at Wembley. So is this the first match that you've sat down to watch? Probably. I've seen clips of this little van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little gay van. I love it. Look at it. So, so what's it, its purpose? So to, it, give, to deliver the ball. So it's a little rainbow... Van, Volkswagen. Volkswagen that's brought a ball on and then the ball goes straight in some of the games women. they actually had like oh, little yeah. girls bringing the ball on I don't know why now they're like no no we can't have any children doing this incredibly important job we need a tiny little <laughs> van to do it <laughs> I want to know who's controlling the van I want to yeah, know, know the man behind the van so there this is quite a big big match and obviously whoever goes on will, will go to play England and I was just briefly telling you in the kitchen there, but for the purpose of the, the listeners, I'll redo it. The because uh, it's oh, such just a for great story. I'll um I'll check out. Let me know when to check back in. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the other day we're sat watching the. It was England Spain. Right. England won in the last minute, and we're sat on the couch and uh, we're going. Oh, you know, I, I wish we could go to the game. I wish we could go to Wembley, and then. I get a text from my friend Valentina on our LLP WhatsApp group. It was the Sweden game. It was a Sweden match. Saying, um, are you still coming to the final? And I was like, what do you mean am I still coming to the final? Like, I don't, I don't understand this text. And, she, and then she was like, you've got a ticket, dickhead. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, when did I get a ticket? Basically, a year ago, I bought t- two tickets for the Wembley final. And I must have been in the thick of P&P down in, in London. I just totally forgot. Um, so it turns out we have two bloody tickets to the Wembley final. So obviously that's on Sunday. So we were frantically booking megabuses and rearranging flights and stuff to get down there. Um, so we are going to be taking the megabus on Saturday night, half eleven now, straight to London. What snacks oh, are you bringing? Wait. Very good question. Well, I've done a show, so I'll probably be quite hungry. So I think I'll probably need a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some crisps. Yeah. Um, some juice. Don't be too hydrated, though, <laughs> because you don't want to use that toilet more than necessary. No, I know. It's a big bus as well. It's, like, double-layered. Yeah. Bottom, top. Like, I am actually joking. In case like, no one knows a double, double, double layer. Top. <laughs> what we call a double-decker. Double-decker, yeah. So, um, we're going to be there, so I'm actually going to do Match of the Gay live live oh no way yeah i won't be able to bring all this gear yeah but i think uh, i'm gonna get myself a wee that'd be so a cool wee or whatever yeah do, um, even a lav mic or something yeah yeah something like that oh okay so i don't know the outcome of this game who are the favorites 
Before, like before Germany, pretend... Germany were the favourites in this game. Okay. Yeah. Because of pop. Well, because because they win a lot. And why do we love pop so much, other than she scores? Um, I don't know how I do love pop. I think she she's just pretty scary. Like she's got a big mm. presence on mm-hmm. the pitch. Have you watched Pitch Perfect? Yes. It kind of reminds me of you know you know the other like the German choir. I don't remember that much, but I can I can assume. I think I can like I get the yeah. If you can't remember that much, then you probably weren't paying attention because the German choir are quite a key part to Pitch Perfect. Um, yeah, she's she's an intense character in that film, but yeah, she does remind me of Pop. Uh, there she is. Look, she's wearing her lovely LGBTQ plus uh, band. Armband. Oh, right to the head. It's an interesting tackle where you lead with your elbow. Um, Do you think that women's uh, football has less, um, like, stopping for injuries or maybe oh, yeah. exaggerated injuries? Definitely, yeah. We've um, spoken about this a fair, fair bit on the podcast because it's quite a key element to, to the game. I'd say, although I'd say this, this, this particular Euros has been probably the most aggressive in terms of, like, Strength and like a couple cards, of fouls. Though. There's been a couple of cards, but nothing. Like, People I mean, jump up pretty quickly. Like yeah, occasionally, right. there's a bit of like running down the clock by staying down a bit longer, right. which England have been guilty of. But that's also like game management. Also, like the the difference in height between women <laughs> seems to vary Some a lot them. more <laughs> than compared to men in general. In right. Also, like. A lot of the time, you've just got like a really tall player and a really small player going for the same ball, and it's obviously it's going to something's going to happen. You know, like we've got really small players in the England team, like Frank Cardi and stuff like that, and Stanway, and just it's just like you know nip around. <clears throat> so yeah, I wanted I want France to win this match just because my brother lives in France. So oh. Yeah. Do you have any French connections being Canadian? Well, I actually lived in France for a while as an au pair. That's right. Yeah. 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 So. Um, I am the French connection. <laughs> the French connection was in me the whole time. So but I don't really for France. You, yes. I mean, but I guess my, you know, hammer, my heritage is German, it so does. I'm happy either way. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to coming to see your French show, Kate. Tell me about that. So, so well done. Because <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned the word heritage there, and I've noticed in the uh, synopsis for your show that that's quite a key um, yes. topic. My French show is called Bruce Willis is My Dad uh-huh. because mm-hmm. when I was a young child living on a goat farm in southern Ontario, mm-hmm. which is in Canada, uh, I never felt like I fit in with my family. Right. So I think it was just, but I was a very imaginative child. What we would call an imaginative child, now ADHD, uh, <laughs> yeah. fully undiagnosed, now <laughs> diagnosed, but back then just quirky, you yeah. know, fun, just, just quirky. likes quirky. to be on her own, yeah, <laughs> could lose track of hours doing nothing. Um, and I just like had this weird, I think I probably saw a bit of Die Hard out of the corner of my eye when I wasn't supposed to, and just kind of one thing led to the other, and I was like, imagine if Bruce Willis was my dad. Wouldn't that be wild? Did you wear a white vest and just kick about, like, thinking? It was more more the, like, I want to make... I knew that I wanted to do, like be in the arts and be in film and television, but then on a goat farm, that's not, like, a realistic... Like, when I did well... uh, playing, um, what was it, Fagin in Oliver Twist. Yeah. No. Who was I? I don't know. I was some part that had a song. And 
I really yeah, I should know. A hundred percent. I was like, yeah, I was like, it. it's not Fagan. I'm more tricksy <laughs> than Fagan. The Artful Dodger. Um, and, oh. uh, but it was an off-brand one, so we couldn't sing any real songs. It was okay. all like, <laughs> you know, instead of a little bit of luck, it was like uh, a, t- a small amount of chance. Uh, <laughs> but but and when I did well, with, <laughs> when I did well with that, everyone's like, oh, you should be um, a salesperson. Like, or you should be in PR. You should, like, yeah, yeah. it was all, oh, take, you're so good at being on stage, so you should do this yeah, more realistic yeah, yeah. job. So it never felt like a real thing. So I think, in a way, Bruce Willis is also my way of being like, I'm going to go to Hollywood. I'm going to make movies. Yeah, it's like, yeah. this could be real. He's going to, he's just going to appear in a limo, and he's going to take me away. We're going to make movies together. Um, like, big ones, but also a couple indie ones to keep us grounded. Like, I had this whole... Yeah. But I never said it out loud yeah. because then it would probably have ruined yeah. the kind of, re- like, it felt quite real. Um, I feel like I was one of the only kid to be like, God, I hope I'm adopted. Because it would just, <laughs> it made more sense than to be like, why don't I fit in with my family? So yeah, the, the Fringe show is about that. And one of the points is that I try and prove Bruce Willis is my dad. One of the points is, is that he was born in Germany. And I am right. German. Okay. Okay. I feel German. So I took so a German class in university, and he was like, "You're really good." And I was like, "It's Bruce. <laughs> That's it's Bruce coming good. through." Yeah. Does he speak German? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> that I would love to ask him face to face one day. Bruce, if you are listening to Match of the Gate, because I've heard you know we've got a lot of big celebrity fans over there. You know, if you're listening, please get in touch. He was seen wearing, um, is it Celtics? Celtic? Celtic. Okay, so I knew it was a 50-50. Mm-hmm. And... You so went for the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We were at a wedding at the beginning of the summer where, uh, like, the person conducting the ceremony was a friend of the bride and groom's, and they were having a Celtic hand-tying ceremony, but she misread it as a Celtic hand-tying ceremony, so... She was expecting... Everyone had a little laugh about that. Mispronunciation, too. Um, that sounds great, and that the, the show's going to be at... <laughs> look at me referring to my notes. It's at the Brass Monkey. It is! At 2.45. Yeah! For two weeks. Woo! From the 16th to the 24th. Absolutely. Oh! Honestly. I should get paid for this. And in that, I will <laughs> be wearing a white tank top. Brilliant. Yeah. Ella's been wearing a white tank top recently and you've been getting quite into it. It's powerful. It's comfy. (laughs) A friend of mine who stayed, she left behind a pair of white trackies and a white vest and I cannot fit one leg in her trackies but (laughs) the big big man vest that she's bought is so comfortable. Perfect. Yeah. Where's your vest from? Is it like a big oversized job or is it like actually quite flattering? (laughs) Because mine I look like a 12 year old boy. Yeah, this one's this one's a. I think I got it from my roommate or my flatmate. Um, that so it's it's. Um, I wouldn't call it flattering, but it's tight. <laughs> it's tight and stretchy, and. Uh, I'm gonna wear a white vest when I come to see it. Oh my god! Yeah. And my mum and her friend are coming, and maybe I'll try and convince them to wear a wee white vest. If as well. everyone walks in wearing white, I'm vest. wearing my vest, Tara. Wife beaters mandatory. Yeah, it's one of those words that I never really, you don't really think about. And you're like, yeah, my wife beater. And then you're like, oh, 
What an awful pair of words. Yeah. To describe a lovely shirt. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an awful <laughs> phrase, really, for yeah. something, yeah, that is actually really practical as well. Yes. Yeah, just... you know, <laughs> like... I think they could sue, you know, mm-hmm. because they've been... For years, people don't want to wear something called a white beater, but um, great, great vest. Sorry, yeah. vests mean something different in Canada, Does so it? it's, it's like hard to wrap my head yeah. around that one sometimes. Like in, like in America, like a bum bag is a fanny pack, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So what's it called then? <laughs> um, a vest would be the, like, the, the no sleeves thing that you button up and put under a suit jacket, like a vest. A waistcoat. A uh, waistcoat. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. But a vest could be not fancy. It can be, okay. you know, like a waistcoat. We, that's like a fancy vest. Right. Okay. But then, a fancy vest. <laughs> but then, um, everything else just is a shirt or an undershirt. My wedding vest. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a vest is a tank top. No. Here. No. That's what. What would you no, call it? No, it's a vest. Is a vest. Yeah. A vest is a vest is a vest is a vest, but in Canada a vest is not a vest. I don't know, yeah, I don't know how to, a I, vest. I'm struggling to think about what that would be, because I don't think I would wear anything like, like that. Like you could have a denim vest, it's just anything without sleeves that usually buttons up. Right, okay, but if you don't have buttons, yeah. like what does Bruce Willis wear? He wears a wife beater shirt. or a shirt. A shirt. A shirt is a shirt is a shirt is a shirt in Canada. A vest is a shirt is a shirt. Or an undershirt. It'd probably be called an undershirt because you would wear that under your yeah. shirt. Mm-hmm. In Canada, a vest, not a vest, is a shirt, not a vest. But if it's on your chest, it's an under vest, which is under your shirt, which is not called a shirt. It's actually called a t-shirt, blouse, or anything on top of the body. Really got into this. <laughs> really got on a deep dive. Well, we're on the topic of, of clothing. What do you think of the, the kits for women? Because we've had some chat on the podcast before about <clears throat> the sportswear not not really fitting hmm. the diversity of of the bodies that are on show in the women's game. It's better right. than it was before, though. It's a lot better. I think they've obviously put some funding. And it does it. feel like some. Of their shorts are longer, like on some, but I don't know. I always kind of was a, annoyed with elastic uh, waisted shorts because they just ride up yeah. to the, the slimmest point. So then I just end up always just massive camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it is off-putting for people. Um, <laughs> um, Me, I was fine with yourself. it. <laughs> you were fine. No, fine. Just I work wear. better with camel toe. <laughs> Prefer to have a camel toe at all times at work. No, everything's kept kept in there. So all the games are in, are in England at the moment. I was just going to yeah. ask. So, and as you can see, it's quite a big crowd, so... I like good. I like the goalie's yellow outfit. The green one is a bit intense, because she's also wearing leggings. It's, it, it, I always find it funny that, like, the players in the pitch are all quite cool-looking. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, a, like, a salmon pink or, like, a yeah. yellow... <laughs> Or like a bogey green goalie, and you're like, why have you done that? Like, why? Yeah. Is it to put people off at the goal? I don't when know I played in goal, we had two colours at United for the mm-hmm. for the strip, and they were purple mm-hmm. and bright green, and I hated both of them. Not the most flattering of colours, but... Do you think they do it because when your eye can't help but look at it, so then if you kick, you kind of kick towards I mean, the goalie? I the person. 
Maybe. <laughs> yes. There's probably something in that. There's probably something psychological going on there. Because why else? Like, you know? Yeah. Very visible. Um, I was just on the other podcast I was just listening to there. The England women's team, Jill Scott, she was saying that they used to play in men's kits. And now she actually misses it a little bit because she's really tall. And she said the sleeves on the women's kits are uh, really high up. And she actually liked having like longer sleeves. Mm. I mean, buying anything, like even any shirt that's a women's shirt, I usually hate. Yeah, really does my head when you go into like Levi's or something. And they're yeah. like, you hear from men's for women's. And you're like, why Ooh. didn't you answer that as a question in 2022? Like, yeah. Did they literally when you walked in the door? Every time we've been in recently, they said, "How much do you go to Levi's?" Well, we call off to check if something's gone down in price. Uh, okay. Uh, which it actually hasn't. No. So we've not bought that top yet, have we? Well, you haven't bought the top. We don't share clothes. <laughs> we do share quite yeah, a lot. Cool. Um. Oh, right in the head. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a question that's asked, like, "Are you here for this or that?" I'm just like, "Go away." Well, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Also, really, really despise, Ella hates us, boyfriend jeans. Oh, yeah. Just jeans. Just call them baggy. <laughs> Just jeans. I'm wearing my boyfriend's jeans. I'm actually not wearing my boyfriend's jeans. <laughs> I'm wearing my girlfriend's <laughs> jeans, okay? <laughs> I had a, was an acquaintance in Toronto getting married, and she made a post about, she's working with, I think, like, wedding planners that you know, purport themselves to be inclusive and everything. Yeah. And she's like, then why are you sending me forms to fill out that are like, you and your husband, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, if you're, if you claim to be inclusive, yeah. like how small of a change is it to just be aware of that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> the, a friend of ours, like she's put up a few things where, so one of the places where we play football, she's put her title as doctor and then they've automatically, like, when they've sent the response, changed all the pronouns to he. And I think it's the same on, like, another, oh. like, airline website. If you put doctor, they, yes. they then assume so that it's, you're going to be he for all of it. Yeah. Because they didn't let, um, there was a woman recently who, when it, she put doctor, it was like, it wouldn't let her buy the ticket because it was like, there's a mistake on your pay, on your form. There's a mistake. <laughs> mistake. <laughs> Delete. You have not gone into your rightful place. <laughs> the oh. kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be getting any flights. How many referees are there? Or just one and two linesmen? One on each side. One on each side and then one referee in the middle, yeah. yeah. And then you have... I was going to say, like, that's... Are there I would have thought more. Officials. Yeah. Well, you have the person who, when you sub people on. Ooh! Ooh cheeky! Oh, that the little flip. board. That was like a Charleston dance. Oh my god. with that. Yes! That Foot was work. very French. How gay is women's football? <laughs> because question. even watching it and like seeing one shot of the managers was like, wow. That <laughs> is some queer energy. Even like yeah. that, like the wow. The suits and then the white trainers, yeah, yeah loving it. Um, like, I don't know, what do you think? A vision of 40s lesbians. Yes. Yeah. What I can tell you is <laughs> most of the women's teams I've played on uh, in the UK have been, it's been a large percentage yeah. of queer, queer folk Ooh. in them. <laughs> um, obviously a lot of the players as well in the women's game are, are out and 
you know, very visibly gay. And um, that's oh obviously not the same in the men's game. Yeah. Visible gays. Yeah. So I follow quite a lot of Instagram accounts that are like, woohoo, look at this gay player. And sometimes it gets quite a lot because it's basically hot, athletic women kissing their girlfriends in the crowd. <laughs> One of the Austrian players was just like kissing her girlfriend and they took a photo and I was like, oh, oh hello. <laughs> so I answered your question. Pretty, pretty gay. Pretty gay. Yeah. Do you know what our London team was called? No. London Lesbian Kickabouts. <laughs> LLKA. Brilliant. And they'll all be there at Wembley um, on Sunday, so it'll be an LLKA oh. episode. Can't wait. Women's sports couples. Hell That's yeah. the Instagram account. Aww. I would highly recommend. Oh, it's great. It's great to see it's you know because obviously like after the games and stuff and there's sometimes you can see connections between people. It's just very close. You know, it's nice to see that closeness with the with the team and just sexy love vibes. Yeah, it's just lovely. As opposed to aggressive, Ooh, punchy vibes. <laughs> She just like landed in the splits on the field and yeah, then got I mean, up. Amazing. Like, do women's teams play against men's teams at all? Like, even for fun? Not at a professional level, no. But um, occasionally you can get like mixed kickabout teams up the road. Um, I've played once or twice in a mixed mixed team, but it's a bit of a different energy. I prefer yeah. to play with. Um, women or non-binary yeah. folk because it feels like a different game yeah like i don't know it's really hard to describe l but like it just feels different like i mean i also feel like that was part of the reason i stopped was that playing with in a co-ed team and then like on some games we were doing really well if we were like up by eight points then yeah. the coach would be like great we'll move the, the girls to the front, mm -hmm. like you can be forwards. And it was just yeah. always so much stress. <laughs> yeah, A, yeah. it was like, oh great, because even if we fuck up, we're not gonna lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> it was just, be, or it'd be like, great, Kate, and then Alyssa. So it'd just be me and then two dudes. And it was just the worst experience because you're so stressed. You're like, now I'm on forward. Liam and Derek don't want me here. <laughs> I have a crush on Derek. Like, <laughs> um, Germany scored. Was it pop? It was. Was it pop? Oh shit. Yeah. Nice. What your pops about? So Liam and Derek not enjoying. Yeah, the they would just never pass to you either. So it's like even if you moved up to forward, you got so stressed out that you kind of fumbled because you were like, oh god, I've not been here and there's so much stress on me. Yeah. So you just end up passing to them. Or if you took a shot and you missed, like the look of disappointment on their faces. Mm -hmm. And it just they just made sure it was inaccessible. And you yeah. or like not welcoming so yeah, then it's yeah, like yeah. well i don't want to be here because yeah. and that's like so i like being midfield a because i like midfield but then b because you didn't get yeah. like you know i wasn't willing to stand up for myself to be forward because i didn't There's care that country, much yeah, the score. in my experience if you're playing with people Whoa. who are all different experience levels and it's quite casual yeah like i feel like women are much more willing to give new players a chance and encourage them and you know pass them the ball even if they think they're going to lose it yeah because they they the want way to get more better. people to be playing and they want more people to have the same kind of experience i was playing it i play on um 
a Thursday sometimes at fives at goals. <laughs> this is a woman who rocks up recently and she's hilarious. She was like, yeah, I used to be a stripper, but I sold my business and I always wanted to give football a go and I've got really strong ankles, so from the shoes. <laughs> strong ankles? Yeah. Fuck. So she she's she started playing and like she's I don't know how long she's been playing for, but everyone was like so sweet and so yeah. encouraging to her. Like Laura and Amanda, who are like pretty serious about their football, they yeah. were still like encouraging Good for you, yeah. yeah, like totally. Yeah. One thing I will say though is we've got this women's group uh, at goals that we play every week and if you're late <laughs> Yeah. Like the wrath, the really? the energy. It's like it's a lot. You know, you do not you do not want to be like Well, um, it is six pounds to be taking the game, season. so yeah, you have to pay obviously to book the court. So, right, okay. Um, <laughs> there's a team called Kafkin Blaze that play um, in Kafkin Park, and they're everybody's welcome kind of thing. They've got a, a lot, a lot of people going there, and it's it's really. Do you want to play again? I mean, it'd be I. I mean, I would love to. But I don't think it could be anything consistent because I'm just not around consistently yeah. enough. Like. Well, this um, is the thing. It's like a drop-in thing, so and it's, it's free. Right it's in the park. It's really nice. Oh man, but how do you get cleats? Um, sorry, cleats, football beats. Football beats. People don't. Most people don't have them. So really? Yeah, yeah. You don't need them. Oh, okay, then yeah, because that's the other thing. It's just like. What's your size? Are you? Um. Well, I'm Canadian seven, so here I think I'm like a four or five. Yeah. Yeah, I got really small feet. I honestly don't know how I balance sometimes. It's coming up to half time now, and it's one nil Germany. So I was going to ask about. Um, wow, ask about that was cool. Football oh. chants and songs, right? Because I'm quite interested in um, what songs become football songs. Uh-huh. Do you know any, or is there anything that comes to mind that you um, can think of? No. Uh, yeah, I know the one because James A. Castor sung it on a okay. show. It's like Kettringtown. Okay. So they're like. K to the E to the T to the T, E to the R to the I N G, T to the O to the W N, love it, Catherine Town, F C, to the E to the, and then you uh, one by one stop saying one letter, so it's to the T to the E, E is that, yeah. That sounds like a vocal warm up. Yeah. Yeah, totally. One, one, two, one. One, two, three, two, one. Oh, oh, oh. Oh and no. And they equalised in the 44th minute. They're going to feel so bad. Oh, that goalie. Yeah, bounced oh. off. So it bounced off her back and went in as an OG. But that's great. Imagine equalising before half time. Thank you. Because what, she blocked it, then it bounced off the post, bounced off her. Yeah. Oh. Ricocheted in. So what I've realised is um, so you fast. can take any song, any song, uh-huh. and if you said it in a specific way or sung it in a specific way it would sound like a football song so I've chosen a few songs (laughs) that I just happen to know on the trumpet (laughs) and I'm going to play them in the style of a football song Okay. and I want you to try and guess what the song is I'm on board 100% because we'll do this because it's half time now so you know that'll give us a nice little um, I like the tunics they wear the, yeah, the <laughs> little halftime tunic. Little halftime tunic. <laughs> God, I love a halftime tunic. <laughs> okay, so 
<clears throat> so I've picked a few songs. You yes. may or may not know them. I'm hoping you will. Okay. But obviously they're disguised in the form of a uh, foot of chant. Yeah. Just get rid of the spit. <laughs> Sexy. Okay. <laughs> okay, this ties into something you'd said okay. earlier on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, trumpets in general is very funny. I was going to say your cat is terrified. Really? Are you bringing a... Oh, It's been so amazing. I've learned so much. I've made two new friends and discovered my own identity. So it's been amazing. And Germany have just scored a 2-1. And Germany are going straight to the final. Me and Bruce, baby. Maybe Bruce will take me to the final. That would be an ideal situation, wouldn't it? It would. Shall I look out for him at the final? Please do. You see a glint off a bald head, you'll know. (laughs) Maybe he'll he'll be the football. (laughs) <laughs> thanks so much oh, and then so we'll good. catch up soon um, thanks for coming on Match the Gay thank you so much for having me this is amazing you're welcome <laughs> 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 <laughs>